Delighted to be back here with Leitrim Daily, and I have a very special guest today. This is Sean O'Sullivan from Ballinamore, a man that's known throughout the county as a stoker Gore, George May, Sir Cooper Hoor, Gore, Shin, and Far is Far Leitrim. Sean Sullivan, you're very, very welcome. You're probably best known within the county from your work in the county library, from which you have retired, and I must compliment you on the marvellous job you did there, you and your staff. So, how is retirement going? Just as I tell you, the money there go back to work, I wouldn't have as much to do. <laughs> I know, I know, I know <laughs> the feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, well, things I was in anyway, but whatever it is about it, you know, the more time you have, the more you get stuck into yeah. different things. And, yeah. uh, uh, very often, you know, when people come to work and leave from, you know, in a job like a librarian or some job in the department, or, you know, you stay for a few years and then they leave to go off somewhere else. You're quite happy in Leitrim, you're glad you came to Leitrim. Ah, yeah. Well, you see, like a lot of people, I was in Dublin for about ten and a half years, I'm from Longford. Not very far away, Leitrim, right. Leitrim, Leitrim, Leitrim. <laughs> but like a lot of people, I suppose when you go to city or you go to England, you go to Dublin, most people hanker to kind of get back to some place like where they were in course, before, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, now others don't, others are fierce happy in the cities, but uh, uh, that was the way it would be. Yeah. Once I was in it down in Palamore, uh, I never wanted to move out of it, you know. Oh, that's great. And and great. The, the things that you'd be interested in, say the GA and all these sort of things, it means the life's blood from plastic Palamore and various other things, the Ram and so on, you know. Right, well, that's true, that's mm. true. So it was fortunate for you that you came to Leitrim and very fortunate for Leitrim that you did come and your wife Bridge and then your two sons now. Rory and, and Cormac, you know, the four of you have, have played a tremendous part in the community in Ballinamore. Uh, Dr. Gumai Egan Gaelga, you run English or Gaelga lessons in the winter time, which was interrupted last year, of course, yeah. on account of the COVID. Mm -hmm. How did you think they were progressing? Uh, well, obviously, the on special comes to Ballinamore, it was with Reeve, and uh, we started them, every, you know, what it is now, maybe 15 or more years ago, right. and a huge interest in them. Now we get help from a lot of people who, like yourself, who help, you know, who have the bit of Gaelia, and uh, the crowds that come are exceptional now. We we're really talking about every month that about 60 people would come. Yeah, that's uh, once a week. Once yes. a week, yeah. yeah. And they'd have them split up into various groups and um, uh, chatting and talking. Uh, we missed out on this year, you see, mm. because we couldn't run it. But hopefully now, and playing Chicago in the Kuhn of after Christmas, we started again. It's great interest in it and a more. And there was a great mixture of young people and older people and people who had forgotten all the Irish and, you know, That's right. it, it went very well. I was very impressed with it. I thought it did great. Yeah. You're involved, of course, in the GA, have been your several positions in the GA and the club, and you're president of the Baltimore Club at the moment, uh, and then you've been involved with the county board for numerous years. And everybody would be well used to hearing you announce the teams in Carrick and Shannon and Park with Jamada. And of course, I remember the famous day that uh, something happened, there was a hitch with the public address. Uh, Rod Nevian wasn't coming forth, so you sang it yourself. <laughs> well, I was stuck. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a Nicky Dill Alaire Junior Club semi final around Wintertown. And the bloody thing started. <laughs> whatever word it was after, I've gone two lines. But I tell you, if you asked me to go up and sing it, I wouldn't because I'd choke. I wouldn't have the, I wouldn't have the confidence, or I'd, I'd just yeah. get stuck. Um, not with the words, but I get stuck with the breathing. Right. You know, yeah. uh, but 
spontaneously kind of. It's like when somebody drowning and jumping after them. I know what you know, mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ron Neville was drowning so, and you saved it. So, uh, yeah, that's right. Ah, well, for me in, in, in Ballymore and Leeds, and, uh, I suppose things like score and hurling, they were the things I was in particularly doing. Right, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, that that score especially in Ballymore became very prominent in it mm -hmm. in all the years. And well, well, the Sean and myself have been in numerous lovely acts and we've right. a few all Ireland, you know. The one yeah. thing that people probably wouldn't associate with Sean is that he's a great comedy actor, a yeah. marvellous comedy actor. And uh, you did the, the stage show, the Lutherans, as a fundraiser for the park. Yeah, we did that show. We did a kind of a two-hour show. It grew out of the score, really, right. because with the sketches, 10-minute sketches, and mm -hmm. uh, put a lot of them together there. I suppose it's 10 years ago now or that, but uh, it went on fierce well, all right. It did, actually. Yeah. It just showed that people have a love for, you know, live entertainment. That's right. You know, and, and so the hall was booked out, which was most unusual, you know, for yeah. a series of short sketches and that. That's right. I mean, the score like took great swing for a long period of years, you know. Mm -hmm. But non-deck was the thing that around Ballymore we were more local at dancing <laughs> or singing <laughs> or music. But uh, the 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 novelty act was started with yourself at one in eighteen nineteen in eighteen eighty four. Eighty four. That's right. One yeah. in Ireland. That's right. Down. That, that's right. In in the national stadium. National stadium. We were on big stages. That's right. And we were down in in uh, where the Eurovision had been held in Mill Street. Mill Street. Yeah. That's right. And then yeah. the Legion and Canary. Just there used to be great nights there because right. there'd be a lot of other leads and things. You know. Figure dancers, maybe from um, Manor Island, particularly, yeah. and set dancers from Barnacool and places. And uh, there'd be a bigger lead contingent than any possess. Right. And there was one room we used to kind of take over. I think they called it the Leeds room. That's right. But every area, every club, you know, had somebody like yourself and Breach, you know, to promote school, because it needs somebody like that. Ah, yeah. Remember yeah. the Barnacool yeah. set dancers, of course, Carmel McGill. He was great in organising that in the Mulligans and Declan Mohan and so on. That's right, yeah. And then St Mary's, the yeah. Crossons are doing it now. That's right, so Laura, Laura Crossan now is the, is the person you see. It depends on a person like that. With that's the true, person, yeah. you know. Then the Will Spesh office, the Brink of Moshinja, that's what really keeps it going. That's you know? it, that's right. Yeah. And look, the thing is, is with youngsters, you get, them to, you get them to do these things if you have somebody to organise it. It, well, it, it depends on... Somebody said, Yeah, they don't like a long term commitment, but they, they don't mind doing something they don't that's right. a couple of weeks, and that's it. That's depending right. on how they do, if they succeed, they have to go on further. And that, so on. That's, that's so, yeah. That's yeah, you so. mentioned hurling. Um, Baltimore had fairly good success with hurling, you know, and mm -hmm. yourself and John Hart and Paddy O'Connor did marvellous work. Uh, what do you think of the Leeds of Hurling as much in Conway? They've been very yeah, close. And the county have been very successful. Uh, amazingly successful. I'm very worried about the club thing though because mm -hmm. there hasn't been club hurling on the range for about six years now. There hasn't been a, a, now Carrick play in Roscommon. Right. They're very well organised and do well in Roscommon. Manor Hamilton play I think in Sligo. Uh, but there hasn't been say a county Leeds in under 14, under 16 minor championship for I think maybe six or seven Yeah years. that's disappointing. Not, not a oh, yes, between two yeah. Leeds and Leeds. The senior level yes. County team doing very well now. Exceptionally well. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you know, it, there's great effort put into there it. Is indeed, there is indeed. I remember Michael Durigan, Mick, Mickey Durigan from Gartletts was saying we were, there was a bit of an argument going on about the footballers being treated better than the hurlers. And he said, Mark my words, he said, 
Leedsmere winning all Ireland in hurling before they win one in football. It hasn't come to pass yet. No, as you say, between ourselves and Kerry, we're 137 all Ireland's between us. And we didn't lose any. We didn't lose any. Kerry did, that's right. Yeah, you're a well-known writer as well, Sean. You had a marvellous book there, Under the Thatch. How did it go for you? After it, it went well, it sold out twice, like it sold out first and then we reprinted it and it sold out again. And, uh, but it, it went very well, you know, it's about the 50s and 60s in Longford. And the 50s and 60s in Longford were the same as in Leeds. Of course it was the same as in Leeds. But you described it very well and you, had, you, know, you hadn't left anything out. It was yeah. The rural electrification, you know, and indoor toilets and <laughs> Canadian and houses and everything was covered. Well, the conditions at the time, you see, were uh, uh, extraordinary. To think of it now, like, right. when you, as you mentioned there, no room and water, no toilets. Right. I mean, very few. There was 35 houses in our town land. One of them was the parish priest, and they had a toilet. And there was one other house in the parish of them, 35, uh, had a toilet and room and water in my time. So 33 of the 35, say, in the fit on, uh, up to 1960, mm-hmm. uh, none of them had a toilet of any sort. So it's hard to imagine that the young, the young people know would think that was crazy. Oh, but you had to watch your step when you were little <laughs> 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 yeah, Then you mentioned in the book also yeah. about you know, the American parcels coming, but also about the visitors coming back from America. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know after they leave me away for 20 years or 30 years and coming back to the house that they left. You know, That's right. Uh, it was the first big thing. The only thing you, see, a lot of them that went to America in the 20s never came back to the 50s or 60s. Yeah. The same parcels. Most of clothes you couldn't be seen with because they were all flouncy colours and they weren't bad fits. And well, Americans good for were, the fancy dress parade. Well, the right? Americans were always uh, bigger than the Irish ones, you see. Now, you could get them adjusted. The women usually got them adjusted for uh, wearing all right. Uh, but, the, the, but when they came home, you see, they, they hadn't been home for so long and they nearly couldn't understand how Ireland was so backward as they thought. <laughs> and the people were almost uncomfortable, you know, the brothers and sisters. Yeah. Because the, the weren't as well dressed. And then they had picked up bits of American accents. Some of them now, some of them were the, you, the, you wouldn't think they'd ever left today. Right. But you know, they, they talked about candy and, and, and the gasoline for the car, you know, and these things that we, you, you, you wondered where they got them. Right. <laughs> oh. But it was uh, but it was a big thing when the Yanks would come and there'd be dances and hoolies, you see. Yeah, and American wait then when somebody was going for the first time. That's right. Oh, that was well, the, the COVID has played hell with the tourism business now, you know, but I'm sure one of the biggest markets for the for Ireland would be the States and, and England, I suppose. Ah, it would. Oh god it would always would be, you see. Yeah. Um the, the, the ones come back Yanks because they, they're they're a shocking loss at the minute. Well, yeah, yeah. Loss, uh, but the yeah. ones coming that time were people generally see if you're in America from Ireland now, other than the COVID, you'd be coming home, you know, regular. Yeah, could maybe a few times a year. Except yeah. having your recharge or something. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but at that time, there were more in the 50s and 60s, they were mostly coming back after 30 or 40 years, never been home. Never because of the recession in America, the 30s, and the war, and all the travel. So, and they, 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 they were meeting brothers and sisters. Very often the fathers and mothers had died in the meantime, which was yes. sad, you know. I mean, when you're thinking about it, they would have got a letter saying your father died and was buried a week ago because of the post and that sort of thing. Well, that's true. You know. It's different now, of course, when something happens in Leitrim, it's around the world in about three oh, it is, yeah, it yeah. is, but it yeah. wasn't. It took them a long, so that they were, they were, 
exciting affairs when they came at that time. Mm -hmm. in, the, in, the, in, the in contrast to that, or the opposite of that, of course, was we say the Leedsham team going out to play in Gaelic Park you know, and the Connacht Championship and yeah. the other counties from yeah. Connacht from Connacht as well. And that reunited a lot of people as well, you know. And Jesus, I mean, they're great occasions. They are. Actually. But there was London, uh, London, I know we usually win them, but even if we didn't, they're great occasions. Mm -hmm. uh, both the New York ones and the London ones. And because you meet the crowd of ones over there, uh, there's a big, there'd be a big crowd and, and uh, a tremendous atmosphere, a great sense of being in New York. All these people passing by that don't know what's happening or don't know why you're there. But there's a great, great, same thing in London, but uh, they're great occasions. I don't know what will be the arrangement now because we'd be due to go to London next year. Right. In, in, in 2022 and New York the following year. So I don't know whether it's going to continue or whether the, the counties that missed it and it will be, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I'd be looking forward now to say London would be next year. Of course. I remember telling you, telling me, you went locating or trying to locate a friend of yours who had emigrated to London years and years ago, mm. and you searched and you spent the weekend looking for him, but you finally found him. Could you just That's briefly true. tell us about that? Well, when I was growing up, the nearest lad to me of my own age was this, what he used to call a homeboy. He was right. raised by a brother and sister. And the two of us grew up together, went everywhere together. School, he was a year older than me, so he brought me to school. But when he came to 16, he ran away. And for years, for about, I think, over 30 years, no trace of him. But it actually was in 1997. Now, I'd done groundwork on it before mm -hmm. that, but in 1997, I went over for the London match, I found him in London. More or less nearly down and out. Down and out. Uh, but so, met him anyway, and then every five years, I'd be back, and I met him. But the last time I met him was the last time we were in London. And two years ago, then discovered he died. Oh, yeah. Died. Which was an amazing success, you know, because you've yeah. run it over very quickly there. But I know that you went from pub to pub and street to street. Oh, that's right. Asking yeah. questions yeah. and that. That's right. You should have been a detective. You found your man. Well, he's kind of like a brother to me. He was a brother to me because I didn't have a sister who were younger than me. I had a brother who was eight years younger than me. So he was kind of a brother to me. And I just I missed him terribly. Which well, was a very away. charitable thing to do. But then it's not surprising no one knew that uh, well, you'd be doing that. Yeah. But then we brought his ash. When he died two years ago, we brought his ashes back to bury them. I discovered then who his mother was. And she was buried near Ballymahan. And we buried the ashes. Well, that's another feather in your cap, Sean. That was yeah. something yeah. seriously good to do. That's just a bit just to, yeah. yeah. Well, you're busy at the moment, and I appreciate you coming in because you're now writing the Republican story of Longford. Your yeah. son Cormac did a marvellous job on the Republican story of Leitrim. So, how's the going for you? You're well on. Yeah, well on, and Tommy, now I'm at it, coming, going, playing the younger girl, and nearly five years at it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, it's, it's with the printer, well, with the design and layout now, and it's actually. This weekend they'll have the layout done, you know, but I still have to do the index and the printing. But plans to publish it in September. And you have a lot of photographs in it. Oh, there's about five hundred photographs. Oh, lovely. It's the same cut as the later one, didn't right. it? Right. It'd be much like current. It'd be much like in about nearly six hundred pages. Of yeah, it's an amazing amount of books and you know periodicals and so on that are published in Leitrim every year. You know, oh, say, I'm sure. I mean, you were involved with so many of them from Leitrim yearbooks and. Ah, yeah, we used to do Leitrim yearbooks. Yeah. Very, very great ones. Well, years ago, we did a. Um, they asked us a magazine called the Torch. The Torch, that's right. So it's right to promote temperance. That's right. Well, 
I don't know about the temperance, but the torch went out of existence. Yes. I think the temperance went out of existence as well. <laughs> the people kept drinking away anyway, yeah. you know. Yeah. That was the diocesan one, and the other went well. And then we did the Leithman yearbooks. Yearbooks, yeah. And the Leithman history books, you know. You did the first one, but you'd be older than me, so you did the better memory of the older times. Yeah, you did the follow on one, that's right. And the Connacht is a very good job that you did, yeah. Well, your wife, Bridge, is a great community worker as well, and she's a very straight talker. How do you get on at home? It's all right. Well, you can always keep your social distance, you see. <laughs> <laughs> two metre rule from the above one. That's right. She puts it with the frying pan. She'd be into yeah. the, the golf. golf and she's she's a brilliant golfer. Well. Really, yeah, is a very good yeah. things like that, you know, over the years. Yeah, tidy towns and that sort of thing. And, uh, and, be and be the car was living in, uh, near Athlone, of course. So. Like, he, he's living near Athlone. He's living near Athlone. But he kept yeah. playing with Ballinamore all the time. Well, he invited himself fit to play eighteen. Yeah. 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 And uh, and Rory, your other son, um, yeah. and his children are very much involved in Baltimore as well. Rory does great work in the club of course, you know, as you all have done. So uh, I don't think there's a family in Baltimore that would have contributed so much to the whole aspect of the, and indeed outside Baltimore to the county as well. So good wishes to Breach and to Rory and Cormac and to your grandchildren of course. And I notice when I meet you that you're educating them through Gaelic as well. You're little bits of Gaelic now and again without making it too, yeah, you know. Yeah. And the piece of Gaelic, didn't he? And share straight. Yeah, it was. Those men have unspaced the way they hurt or fell and have more. I mean, the class has just proved previous great interest in it. And I'm looking forward to after Christmas now getting people together again and getting the crowd in the library, hopefully by that stage it'll be open and available for it, you know. Great, great, it's just in it. Well, Sean, we could, we could talk to you forever, but I'd be talking to you about no more often, but it's lovely to have you here at Leeds on Daily, and you have a great variety of topics to talk about, and just want to thank you for all the work that you've done, and wish you every success with the Longford book. Of course, you see, there'll be a lot of Leeds and people mentioned in the Longford book as well, because yeah. back in the troubled times, as I said, um, in the in the 20s and so on, mm. 21, lots of Ethan people were involved in Longford and Longford oh, men, yeah. of course, yeah. one of the men from Longford was Sean Connolly was killed at Selton Hill, yeah. yeah. So there's a very close relationship, indeed the same thing happens in football, there, we'd be very competitive at Longford, but over the years, you know, there's always a very friendly atmosphere between Ethan and Longford. Yeah. Oh, there is, yeah, yeah, because even in the 30s, say, uh, there was a very big incident uh, shooting the moon of Ireland, and there was four litres and three litres of people, including the famous Nipper Shandy. That's right, he'd yeah. be surprised yeah. to hear that, that Nipper yeah. was carrying a gun at once. Yeah, he was, a football on a gun. All right, so I'm going to have it. 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 I'm going that concludes the Leitrim Daily for today. However, we'll be back next week and another guest who has contributed so much to Leitrim and to Drumshambo. That's the former Leitrim Person of the Year, Leitrim Garden Person of the Year, Noel McPartland. So we look forward to chatting Noel, a man who has a varied career in so many aspects. Gorvila Mahabhav, Agus Slaan.